Welcome to Sacred Spaces, Design Psychology 101, a podcast series by award-winning author, trainer, speaker, certified design psychology coach, certified interior environment coach, and certified feng shui consultant and yoga teacher, Sherry Burton Stein. This new series will help you reprogram your energy, transform your interior space, and reset your life. Let's get started. Welcome back to Sacred Spaces, Design Psychology 101. And today we are continuing our journey through National Yoga Awareness Month. And this time I have my good friend and yoga colleague, Leslie Kelson. And Leslie and I are going to be talking about working with essential oils, aromatherapy as part of our yoga practice. And she's just totally amazing yoga teacher, one that I go to all the time for my restorative yoga practice. So in 2012, Leslie began practicing yoga and instantly recognized the healing benefits yoga had to offer. In 2016, she earned her 200 registered yoga teacher training through Evolution Yoga. She has continued her restorative yoga training with Octavia Rahim and is currently enrolled in a 300-hour registered yoga teacher training through I Am Yoga. Leslie is devoted to crafting classes that inspires others to create their own well-being by guiding the mind and body into harmony. She is a a North Carolina licensed massage bodywork therapist graduating from Southeastern Institute in Charlotte, North Carolina. Her unique style integrates training in several Western and Eastern modalities including Ayurveda, Reiki, and Aromatouch. Leslie strives to make each session on her table meaningful, guiding your body towards peace, balance, and relaxation. When Leslie is not healing others, she's running around the state of North Carolina with her husband, trying to catch her son and daughter's basketball games and caring for her guests' in her family's Airbnb. I want to take this time to welcome you to Leslie Kelson, uh, an amazing yoga teacher, um, being trained uh, on her 300 hour by another amazing yoga teacher, uh, <laughs> Keisha Battles, uh, who I absolutely love as well. And uh, Leslie has even taught at Kripalu. So I hope you enjoy this episode of Sacred Spaces. And again, as always, feel free to find me at SBW Aligned on Instagram, sbwaligned.com on my website, and subscribe to my newsletter at sbwaligned.com forward slash subscribe. So 
I hope you enjoy this episode for National Yoga Awareness Month with my friend and profound yoga teacher, Leslie Kelson. So we have with us today, Leslie Kelson, and I am so excited to have her on Sacred Spaces. Hello, Leslie. How are you, girl? Greetings, greetings, my sister. How are you doing? I am wonderful. Thank you. And it's just good to be around high vibration sisters. That's for sure. And we are in September and this is National Yoga Month. And I am really, really pleased to have you on our podcast today. And I thought we would start, Leslie, if you could share with my listener a little bit about yourself and how you got involved in yoga. Let's see. So my first yoga teacher training, I finished that in May of 2016. And the reason why I got into yoga was um, I'm from Charlotte, Charlotte, North Carolina. That's where I reside. And I was taking my massage and body work license. Mm -hmm. And that was tough. And I was working full time. I had young children and I was taking a yoga class on Sunday nights with Kelly Palmer. And that class just brought me so much joy, so much peace. In her use of mantras, I would carry her mantra. I took the class on Sunday nights and I would carry her mantra with me. And Kelly just saw me in that class. I finally was, someone saw me. I mean, all the other classes I took that were, no one saw me. And so Kelly saw me and it just went from there. And I could not miss her Sunday night class because her Sunday night class would carry me to at least Wednesday. Wow. I fell in love. I fell in love. I fell in love with yoga. Awesome. So what kind of yoga class was Kelly offering? Kelly was offering a Hatha class, you know, okay. space. And it was just wonderful. It was in a basement of a church. And each week it was $5 class. I couldn't believe that this amazing class was $5. Mm-hmm. And I would bring everyone. I would just say, you've got to come with me. You've got to come with me. And she said one night, she looked up. I had 18 people in Warrior One that had come with me because I just, when I love something, I have to have everybody there. And then I realized, listen, Leslie, you love yoga and you know what it's doing for you, but your friends don't necessarily. So they will come once they see the change in you. And I stopped inviting people because then I wanted the practice to be just about me and not who I was trying to get to come to class with me. Yeah. Wow. That's powerful shift in your energy at that moment. Wow. um, Kelly introduced me to her yoga guru, which was Evolution Yoga, North Carolina. Okay. That's it. I want to sign up. I didn't want to teach at all. I didn't want to teach. I just wanted to have that same feeling float with me all week long. Okay. I just wanted a deeper understanding of what I had started to play with. And uh, I signed up for yoga teacher training. All right. So what would you say is the biggest 
misconception about yoga? The biggest, personally for me, is when someone says, I can't do yoga. I can't Mm. do it. Mm -hmm. I can't do yoga. And I'm like, wait, wait a minute. What do you mean? And I said, just stop for one second. And I was like, are you breathing? And they're like, yes, I am. And I said, then you're doing yoga. And they're like, well, that's not what I mean, Leslie. I said, well, I'm telling you, if you're breathing and you're breathing properly, you're doing yoga. Yoga is breath. Yoga is life. And I said, don't look and think about all these things you see in people in pretzels. I, you'll never find me in a high power class. That's not for me. Right. I like it. But because there are so many choices of different yoga styles, that's why I say, find what fits you. That's right. That's right. And that's definitely something that I have thought about and experienced throughout all the years that I have practiced yoga prior to teaching. And I've done it all except for hot yoga. That's one thing I wasn't going to (laughs) do. But beyond that. I tried it and I love it. Do you? Really? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Your body feels, because I'm also a massage therapist. Okay. I get that. Yeah, definitely. So tell me, while we're talking about the different types of yoga, what types of yoga do you specialize in and why? And I'm going to tell you what happened. The first weekend of my training, I had the opportunity to go be Octavia Rahim. She held space for us. Oh, I love um, here in Charlotte. So if you take a class with Octavia Rahim, Dr. Gail Parker is her teacher. So then you have Octavia. Yeah, that's powerful. I just fell in love. Very first weekend of yoga teacher training, Stacy says to us, I have a treat for you guys. I don't know what's going on. We pack mm-hmm. up all this stuff. We take our bolsters, our blankets. We wrap it up. We go to this class. And when we're finished with the class, I just go, how come nobody told me? And she said, how come nobody? I said, how come nobody told me about this form of yoga? And that's what people don't know. When you say you can't do yoga, there's so many forms. And when I found restorative yoga, that was it. That's what I wanted to study the rest of my training for yoga teacher training. And I fell in love. Awesome. So yeah, my specialty is restorative yoga. I also teach yin yoga as well. So those are my two things that I play with, but restorative yoga and yin yoga, I'm in love with it. And I just love to teach it to people because then they go, oh my God, oh my God, I didn't know. No. (laughs) Well, you know, it's funny because just for my listeners to know that I go to your classes when I can, your restorative classes. And you and Octavia have changed my perception of restorative. I had been going for years to restorative yoga with other yoga teachers, but your style was so incredibly different. And when I first took your class, I said, 
she must have studied with Octavia because I had gone to a couple of Octavia's classes and I said her retreats that she was doing a couple months ago. And I know she does them each Saturday of the month, I believe. And I said, this is so reminiscent of that feeling and that you bring so much culture in it in understanding particularly women of color and what we need in rest. And I have since adopted some of that in the restorative classes that I do. I do trauma-informed restorative. And a lot of people are like totally amazed by it. But your classes, I don't want to miss them. I don't want to miss them. And I know I have had to miss them lately because of other things that have come up that I can't get out of. But in <laughs> recently, the last class I went to, I was late for a meeting because I said, you know what? I'm not going to be there until <laughs> at least 15 minutes into the meeting because I felt like I needed that. You know, I need, even other yoga teachers need to rest. We need to rejuvenate ourselves. And especially if you're doing other things besides teaching yoga, you may have a day job or if you have other things, parts of your business or even volunteer work. Or if you're out in the community like I am, there's times that you just need to rest and recuperate and just get back to yourself. So I'm like what you were in Kelly's class, like, you know, I don't want to miss this class. I got to be there. I got to be there. So I just absolutely love your class and what you bring to it. And one of the things that you bring to your classes is the love of essential oils. We're both doTERRA wellness advocates. And of course, my audience knows that I love essential oils. I, I'm always talking about it on Instagram as well. And I bring it into my classes. And right now, everyone's pretty much teaching online. There is some hybrid things going on. But tell me a little bit about your incorporation of essential oils into your practice, how you encourage your students to use essential oils, and how does that work with the yoga asanas, the practice, the whole idea of what you do? So I'll have to answer that question and go back a little bit. Sure. When my mother was transitioning, my cousin, Cheryl Holder, she came down from New York and she was treating my mother in my mother's home with essential oils mm. while she was transitioning. Okay. And so my mother would wince in pain and she would do something. And I was in awe. Mm. I was in awe first because I was so grateful of the care that she was giving my mother that I couldn't give. And then to see my mother's face not relieve the pain. And so I would say, what is that? And she said, let me work, let me work, let me work. And so after that, I was like, I have to help the next person. I have to help the next person. So I found doTERRA oils at a health and wellness expo, fell in love and learned what they can do for me as far as anxiety and stress and getting a good night's sleep and immunity. Um, So I fell in love and I fell in love so much. I learned and got certified in the aroma touch treatment. 
once I got certified in this treatment, it was so amazing and so powerful. I had to become a massage therapist because the treatment was so amazing, but you couldn't put, I live in North Carolina. You can't put hands on people unless you are a massage therapist. And I wanted to give people this love of what I learned to do, but it's illegal. So I became a massage therapist because of essential oils. So that's crazy. And I remember when I started this journey, my husband would, what is this? What is this? What is this? What is this? And then one day my daughter said, mommy, daddy was screaming this morning. I said, why? She said, he couldn't find your peppermint oil. <laughs> and she says, I had to tell him, daddy, I know where she keeps all of her oils. And then it just became a staple to us. So it's just, it's every day putting my balance oil on, which is keeping me very grounded. Lavender oil over my heart, on guard on the bottom of my feet. And then past tense is my tension blend oil. It is always in my handbag. If you have a headache instantly, I don't use Tylenol Motrin any, I don't have to use it because I have essential oils right in my handbag. And then I just said, wait, I love it in people. I just incorporated right into my class. So when we were in live classes, right. people would come in. Do you like essential oils? I had to ask them, are you allergic to anything? Would you like to share some of these oils? And then, you know, just walking around my class and especially right over them, placing hands on them. And people were like, what is that? It's part of the class. It's it's part of me. And so then I began doing essential oils and restorative yoga together. You know, you had to name it for them so they would know what they were expecting. Um, because I'm a therapist, touching people's feet in class with oils, it just, it takes them to another level. And they're like, I'm not leaving. I'm not leaving class. I'm like, class is over. You got to go. <laughs> Oh, I just absolutely love that story because the essential oils um, coming into essential oils for me was different because I was in a home design before I got into to teaching yoga and some of the things that I do now. And one of my clients had doTERRA on her table. And I said, well, what's, what's going on with this? And she began to tell me about it. And next thing I know, I signed up to be a wellness advocate. And, and I've been using them for years. And, you know, I, I just started using them within the last year more consistently in my home, um, on myself. Um, I love balance. I love adaptive. I love lavender as my go-to and serenity for sleep. And I love breathe. And I bring all of those into my classes as well. But I haven't exactly started sharing them with the class like you do. And I just, that's one of my favorite things about your class because, hey, we are in alignment and I would bring those, my oils in and I would just start rubbing them and placing them on myself. And it really does create that atmosphere. And I actually, right here, I have one of the, my doTERRA. They're all over my house. I know. I love them. And um, I always have it diffusing when I do my practice, even my personal practice. 
So since you are a big fan of um, essential oils, do you help your students discover, you know, how to use them as part of their practice? I know um, what you do in your class, but tell my audience how you encourage them. I know you place them on people and, you know, the examples you gave about your in-person classes, but even with your Zoom classes, talk about um, the benefits, uh, even if you're on Zoom, you know, um, in your classes or anyone's classes that uh, creates an atmosphere and um, this comfort and relaxation level that we're seeking in our classes. So I just think it, for me, it's just a no brainer because I can only share what I do. So because I love yoga, I want to tell the world about it. Because I love essential oils, I want to tell the world about it. But in this crazy, insane time that we're living in, Mm -hmm. essential oils, yoga, stillness, meditation are needed more than ever. Um, For me, I have a daughter off in college, um, about two and a half hours away from me. You know, I, I want to teach the world that if you meditate, if you use the oils, um, that what a difference your life will be on a daily basis, how you can disappear for 10 minutes in your office. If your boss is driving you crazy, how you can take lavender on your ears and touch your pulse points and pull down on your ears and immediately lower your blood pressure. Um, If you can't sleep at night, if you have inflammation in your body. So I I immediately, everyone has inflammation in their body and someone will come into my class and we're doing yin and I'll just tell them, um, we're going to take a little and, you know, use some deep blue right around your knees or some aromatherapy. And the difference it will make for Mm -hmm. you. And, you know, during class, they're like that that smell that just comes across, it can change your mood. Yes, it does. It does. And most people come to me. Well, let me give you examples. I teach what, what drew me to, I teach restorative yoga because I need restorative yoga. Ashe. (laughs) You know, anxiety can creep in on me. Oh yeah. And that's why I'm drawn to it because what it does for me and how it keeps me calm. And in the aging process, I'm going to age gracefully and I'm going to age gracefully with my essential oils and I'm going to stay young at heart because I'm going to use my practices. That's so right. inhaling, you're going to take much more of a deep breath. If you're inhaling, inhaling. breathe, yes, breathe on your chest, things like that. And, um, and I, I, I I wish we lived closer, but it doesn't matter because we're kindred spirits and I know it. When I am able to give you the aroma touch treatment, it's going to change your life. Oh, yeah, girl. We're, we're, we're going to make that happen. We're going to make that happen. Definitely, because I see that as a part of the work that I do in the future. I really do. And it's already been prophesized. Um, So, you know what I'm talking about from that. Yeah. So let me ask you, and I think you kind of went there, but what are your five go-to oils as a yoga practitioner? Um, I'm going to say... 
not even as a yoga practitioner, as Leslie. What okay. are my five go-to oils? Okay. So, um, balance every mm-hmm. morning. Okay. You know, so you have in your bathroom, you have right. your perfume, your toothpaste, your toothbrush, all of that. My oils well, are in, in my that. bathroom. Okay. Um, there's lavender on the heart, mm-hmm. balance on the wrists, on guard on the feet. Um, um, I If I'm having, you know, you can, I always do a little frankincense too, a drop of frankincense mm-hmm. underneath your tongue to start your day, things like that. And then past tense is always in my pocketbook. Um, I found that out one day at like a doTERRA meeting and I asked the woman, what are you using? She said, I got a little headache here. I said, that works. So I ordered it just to see. Mm, okay. So that I, I, I've got to try past tense because that is one that I have not tried. Um, so. It's just tension. I'll have a tension headache. Right. And you take a little bit of that. Now my husband, um, I taught him first to use peppermint oil for a headache. And I'm like, well, I want you to use tension blend. I don't need to. It works. <laughs> Call me this. It works. It doesn't want to change. Whatever. As long as you're using essential oils, honey, I'm happy. There you go. There you go. Then you can make something like this summer, you know, you take the Terra Shield and you, I can make um, my own bug spray. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Out of the pool, things like that. Um, yeah. It's just... I can go on and on and on and on. I know, girl. I know. So tell me about, you know, I found you on Sanctuary in the City. Yes. Um, Lovely website. Great instructors, teachers, I should say. I want to know a little bit about uh, your work with them um, and how you got started with that group and uh, what the mission is of what you do as well as the organization as well. So it's, it's really full circle and it is such an honor to be a teacher on the sanctuary in the city, Charlotte platform. Um, okay. It's um, Kelly Carbone, uh, Kelly Palmer, um, Tia Cannell and Christy Lee um, came up with this nonprofit. Mm-hmm. And Kelly is the person who, taught me the love of yoga. She saw me in class and she introduced me to evolution yoga. And that's how, you know, I got started and now I'm teaching on Kelly's platform. So right. that's like a, yeah, it's an honor. Yeah. It's, it's a complete honor. Yeah. So the great part about sanctuary in the city, it is a safe space for BIPOC. Okay. Black indigenous people of color. All right. Um, I can remember when I attended classes in Charlotte um, and I didn't feel safe. Mm -hmm. I didn't feel wanted. I didn't feel very welcome there. And so that's what Sanctuary in the City is. It's a place where um, someone's not going to ask me "Mm, about your hair. Someone's not going to ask me. It's a very safe space for uh, for Black, Indigenous people of color. It's a safe space for us to learn, to be, and it's a great place to hold space for um, people to come. Uh, The classes are free. That's the great part. Students come and from everywhere, um, and they come to the class, and they do not have to pay for the class. Uh, Sanctuary in the City raises money. Now, they pay their teachers, Mm -hmm. but the classes are free. And, oh. You know, 
that that goes back to some places here in Charlotte, $25 for a drop-in class. Wow. It's a lot of money. Yeah, it is. Class, you know. Okay. That's why the platform was created. And it also gives us benefit of uh, people. That's how I met you. Yes, of course. <laughs> because before the pandemic, um, you know, I'm teaching at the Y, I'm teaching here, there. I was teaching several places all around town. Okay. The pandemic hit, I'm home. Mm-hmm. Um, and I now teach from the safety of my home via Zoom. Mm-hmm. And I can reach people. I have a woman in California who stops working. Remember, there's a huge time difference. Oh, yeah. Three hours. She's like, I don't care, Leslie. I stop, turn off my day, and I take your class. You know, um, she says that's how, you know, it's me. She takes her lunch so she can take my class. Oh, wow. That is so nice. But being able to reach people in Maryland, Detroit, wherever, to take that class, um, what Sanctuary in the City has done and making it so affordable. Now, people give donations, which is great. Um, some people can give it. And then those people who can't don't. And But it's not just yoga. Like, those donations go to pay for someone's car payment or um, we, we ha- they help so many people. Um, someone needed root canal. And I understand that they had money and they paid for it. Oh, wow. So, yeah. It's, That's it's, awesome. Yeah. So how long has the organization been around? Um, I believe um, they started during the pandemic. Oh, wow. Okay. So it's brand new. Platform. Yeah. During, um, the pandemic, but they were raising money and getting this all together prior to, and then it was it, the opportunity just made it even more so being on Zoom. So, do you think after teaching on Zoom that you would go back to teaching in person, um, or do you think that absolutely? I have something coming up shortly. Um, so, there's nothing like a live class. Yeah. The way that you can connect with your students. Oh, yeah. Um, People have Zoom fatigue right now. They do. They do. You know, and I miss being able to um, walk around my class and touch a person, wrap their body in a blanket um, during, you know, final resting pose. Mm -hmm. So, um, but it's good and bad. Do I love Zoom? Yes, because of the people that I can reach. Yes. I'm originally from New York. I have so many people who are like, "This, I'm so grateful now I can take your class and I live in New York. That That's great. But will I do live classes again? Yes. Okay. But I will tell you, some yoga teachers are like, no, there's no need. Hmm. Well, you know, it's interesting right now because there's so much going on uh, presently um, in the world that we're living in, and we don't know what the future is going to hold, but I I personally feel that it's going to be some sort of a hybrid approach. I think there are going to be opportunities to do both. I, I just did a class yesterday um, where I did both, um, a hybrid uh, in-person as well as an online class. And and it was really interesting because it was my first time doing it like that. And 
seeing that both the online audience and the in-person audience were getting the same thing awesome. and got the the same result from the class was just totally amazing. And I said, you know, I think this is going to be a platform for the future. Um, so I, I, I agree with you, but you mentioned that you were getting ready to do something soon in person. Yeah, um, looks like it's going to be October 3rd. Um, it's a two-hour restorative retreat. Okay. Um, let's use a, a, rest, a real proper restorative class. It's like, an, it's almost two hours. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so... That's going to be in October and that's going to be live. We have a beautiful space here in Charlotte, but the space is so beautiful and it has all the cameras, lights, action. The owners are like, Leslie, it's going to be both. It's going to be via Zoom and it's going to be via. Nice. Yeah. So it's um, and there's plenty of room to spread out and safety and things like that. So. OK, so tell us, uh, tell our listener how we could register for that and what it's what the theme is and um, particularly those who are remote like myself and we want to participate online um, or but you never know I might pop up there in person you, you know I would love that too <gasps> well that's gonna happen so yeah well yeah we're gonna see each other in person so that's no you know that's just a done deal um, and I, I know that's gonna happen probably soon rather than later but let's say if i wanted to to participate online tell me about the event so of course the link will be um on eventbrite um, okay the, the theme is remember who you are Ooh. um and and the way you can remember who you are is if you can be still yes if you're not i'm not morgan and brandon's mother okay Bill Leslie, I'm not just Daryl's wife. Right. I, my kids are off. There. I'm an empty nester now. Woohoo! Kind of really. Woo! Okay. You but go, girl. Generate Generation X in the house. <laughs> Being hit, I have to remember who I am. Right. And yeah. the way I can do that is by being still. Mm. By being in a restorative yoga pose. Yeah. Letting go of holding space for myself yeah holding space for others so the link will be on eventbrite you can find it um um you can follow me on instagram um at the relaxation enthusiasts okay um, that's my instagram title and of course leslie kelson on facebook um and the name of my company is simply take the pause it's i've learned this in my own therapy, if you take a pause before someone asks you a question, take a pause. If you're upset about something, take a pause. If you're tired, take a pause. Um, I'm off tomorrow. I took a, I'm taking a full pause day because I deserve it. It's time for me to take a pause. If I don't pause now, I'm going to suffer later. Right. Yeah. You know, it's it's something that I am finding a lot of people, particularly women. There's a lot of women, even when I either attend a restorative class or if I have taught one, who have 
they're not comfortable with rest. And they're not comfortable with the process of rest and what it means. And it's almost like, are we done yet? Are we done yet? And it's, it's not about that. It's about processing and just getting into ourselves. And that is so important. And um, as a home wellness designer, which I do, uh, and I bring in these types of practices for people to experience in their homes, um, as well as feng shui and, and other modalities. It's all part of, of lifestyle. It's all a part of creating what I call a feel-good space. And rest is very, very important. And I have heard and have seen throughout the last year or so, and particularly the last four years, five years, rest is more important now than it's ever been. And I am, you know, advocating that rest is your self-care. It is your sanctuary. It is part of your mental well-being as well as physical well-being. And if you don't get the rest, that you need. You're not going to be good to yourself or to anyone else. And I'm saying that to my listener um, right now. So um, anytime that anyone can get to a restorative yoga class, either in person or in line, in person is awesome. It's an awesome experience. I've been to restorative classes in person. Um, it is important to take that time out. And Leslie, you have been a beacon, a light, um, a foundation, and someone that I look up to uh, in the yoga um, world that have really, you walk your walk and you talk your talk and you are who you are. And I just absolutely love you. I just love what you do. Um, and, I, and I'm saying that from the bottom of my heart. Anybody that I bring on to this podcast, I support. And I love supporting women. And, and you just have to know that you and I have never even met in, purpose, in person, but I feel your energy. You felt my energy. and we can Yes, it was just synchronicity. Hyperspace. Yes. And uh, when I feel that way about a person, I'm like, okay, I want to help my listeners. I want to help people who follow me know who else is out there, know why, you know, um, because in, in my world, uh, most of people know me as a feng shui practitioner consultant, a designer, award-winning. I've done a lot of great stuff. Uh, a lot of my listeners are my clients. And to move into this other realm is for people to understand that there's more to lifestyle, more to designing our, your home. I even look at essential oils as a design tool for environmental um, you know, uh, 
air and cleanliness and all of those things. So when I I promote uh, essential oils as well, I I'm, I'm promoting those things, aromatherapy, and um, rest and relaxation. And when we're talking about this whole idea of trauma, yeah. uh, you know. And I, you know, it's, it's, it's just totally amazing. All of us have had some level of trauma. I don't care if it was racial. I don't care if it was situational. You know, there's so many different forms of trauma. And all of us can benefit from restorative yoga, from essential oils and all of these things to help us. Particularly since, you know, we may be, um, you know, in our homes a little longer than we thought with with some of the things that are coming out now. So, you know, um, we need these tools. And I just want to say so much. That's right. Toolbox. What's in your toolbox? Exactly. My toolbox. Essential oils in there. Oh, yeah. Is in there. Uh, my yoga mat is in it. You know, that's right. Toolbox. That's right. Use to stay grounded. stay grounded. Yes. Well, I just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you, Leslie, for coming on Sacred Spaces. You have been a wonderful guest, and I really appreciate you. And I'm looking so forward to seeing you in person and experiencing your magic in pre- person. And cultivating this friendship, uh, sister to sister, I am just, I'm just ecstatic. And um, again, thank you for your time. And listener, please um, take heed uh, and learn something new. Yes, yes. And Sherry, um, I just wish you love. I wish you light. Thank you for your treasures. Thank you for your talents. And I wish you rest. Well, thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. Heart hug. Heart hug. (laughs) 